0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Ah! Thanks, Huge. Um, good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Middlesex County Cricket League podcast. My name is Dan Huff from Twickenham. Uh, very pleased to be welcoming two hardy souls as I look outside the window and see the snow. It feels very un-cricket-like out there, but uh, great to be able to meet up and chew the fat. Sal Ali from North London. Hi, Sal.
2: I'm good, Dan. Yeah, I'm very well. Yeah, I looked at the weather. It's not so good at the minute, but hopefully in, uh, you know, three or four months' time when the season starts, it'll be balmy barmy, sunny evenings
1: again. Yeah, well I was outside practicing my my, my throwing with my two five year olds and it's as bad as ever. That's all I can report back. They've already got better arms than me, and as I say they are only five. So all good news? are you well? This is very un South African weather, isn't it? Uh I did have a bride today,
0: just for, for reference. So I did have it out. I, you know, there was there was some meat on the bride, making sure that um you, you continue traditions. So yeah, um in the snow I was out there today. Uh not 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 uh, snowboarding or anything like that, but um, yeah, making. You're just your own fundamentalists,
1: day. aren't you? From Southern Africa, you, you've got to bribe whatever <laughs> the weather. It, it, absolutely. absolutely. Um, well, as, as you can, as our regular listeners will be able to see, this is a slightly different podcast. And not only can you hear our dulcet tones, but um, if all has gone well, and if you're watching on YouTube, then you can see us uh, with, with a bit of luck and. Um, uh, uh, we are not technological whiz kids. Well, at least Salman and I definitely aren't. So if anything goes wrong, then obviously it's all Eugene's fault. We need, we need to get that clear right at the very beginning. And of course, if it goes reasonably well, and it will, then uh, it's all to Eugene's credit that, um, uh, that we're doing it this way. And, and the main reason we're doing it this way this evening is that we're going to do the draw for the Middlesex Cup. Now, for, for those who are to where the Middlesex Cup in 2021 will have 16 teams, so that's the the 10 teams from the Premier League um, and the top six finishers uh, in 2020 in uh, Division Two. So the 16 teams um, will be will be drawn out, and we'll see who they're playing. Uh, not just in the last 16, but also uh, in the quarterfinals and the semi-finals. So there is plenty of uh, opportunity for cock up here, uh, and uh, fingers crossed. Uh, we don't illustrate that um, uh, through the rest of this this session, but, you know, who knows? Um, before we get there, though, I mean, I, we can't really sort of start without talking about the cricket that is on. I mean, we've been joking about snow outside, but there's been some brilliant cricket in Colombo. You, 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 you've been watching the, the test? I have, I, have,
0: I have, Yeah, I have. It's been fortunate to watch it. Um, it's been great. Um, I think this wicket's a little bit more of a real test wicket compared to the first test. Um, you know, uh, there's a little bit in it for the bowlers. There's a little bit in it for the batsmen. Well, more importantly, um, in the first innings, all the wickets went to seamers. You know, considering it's it's played in the subcontinent, you'd expect that uh, not to be the case. You'd expect it to be a lot of spin that, that takes the wickets. But, yeah, it's been great to watch. Um, it's been hard to watch Joe Root score so many runs. Uh, I don't know what his change of fortune has been. Um, you know, he went from last year to not scoring a ton to, you know, all of a sudden almost scoring two double centuries in two games. And you know, there's a new batting consultant that's joined, which uh,
1: I'm sure he'll take a little bit of credit for it. But uh, hey, who knows? It's, it's, it's been great to watch, though. I knew there'd be a South African angle in there somewhere. For those who are not <laughs> aware, Jack Callis is the new batting coach and he wears a proper pair of shorts. Unlike Mickey Arthur. I don't know what he's, he's doing there. He looks the right scene. Um, but I mean, you, you said that about Joe Root. He averaged 42 in Test last year. Yeah, I've heard this I know, narrative about him struggling. It's like 42. I mean, what I would give to average 42 in league cricket, let alone well, for
0: England. I suppose when you think about it, his standard is so high. Everybody thinks 42 is not, not, not Joe Root-esque, you know. Uh, there was talk today when I was listening that the commentary team was saying, you know, in Joe Root's standards, he wants to get that average back above 50. It's just mind-blowing, and I suppose that's the new area of cricket, you know, or the era of cricket. When you look at what Williamson, what Coley, you know, it's it's just it's it's you know it's just a different league of batsmen out there, and obviously Smith's in somewhere in there too. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's great to watch so many good batsmen at the moment. Yeah.
1: I have a feeling, Neil, his average might take a little bit of a knock with the next four tests in India. Um, you know, if if, he, if his average goes up after batting uh, in those eight... It's going to be a then, great series. It's going to be phenomenal. <laughs> That's all it's going to be. It really is. I mean, you know, England playing more test cricket than you can shake a stick at, and I, I'm not complaining. It's brilliant. It's, it's great to watch. So, Sal, have you been, you've been watching it too? Yeah, I have. Yeah, two things that for that for me.
2: is um, One, good news for club cricket is test crickets can bat just as badly as us because that first inning Sri Lanka batted against England was total so debacle and how they some of the shots they were, playing were ridiculous. So, you know, when you get out for a hike on a Saturday when the season starts, don't worry. happens to do be the best. And talking about the best, Jimmy Anderson, what a performer. I mean, you know, at his age, still running in and bowling as well as he can. and You know, he's proved to be an all-time great. You know, how many players can take wickets in almost every sort of country going consistently like he has? You know, there's people like Dennis Lee in the past who's been classed as great. But I look at some stats of his where he... Out of Australia, he, his stats are so poor. Whereas Anderson, you look at him, everywhere he goes, the guy takes wickets. So he's a testament to to any young up and coming bowler how to keep fit, how to remain consistently good, yeah. and you know, and still win games for his, for his for his for his nation.
1: So yeah, yeah, it's been a good series so far. Yeah. I mean, you talk about some of the Sri Lankan batting in that in that sort of 100 all-out, but uh, Mark Wood's dismissal this morning, that proper club <laughs> cricket dismissal. You know, your skipper's doing well at the other end, you know, come on, Mark, nice and straight, oh, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh tries to smash it over mid-wicket, um, see you, Sonny. And I thought it was wonderful, it happens at all levels, and it's great, great to see in a way. Um, Sam, I was going to ask you. You know, you mentioned um, to me before we came on about the wicketkeeper, the, the, the Sri Lankan wicketkeeper, Mr. Dick Weller. Oh, what a, what a character! What a character he, oh, is. he is! Yeah.
2: Well, it's a, it's a contrast, isn't it? We've got Australian captain, obviously, who keeps as well. Who was, you know, sort of not very nice to some Indian batsman, bragging about, you know, wait till you get to the Gabba. It's not nice that kind of stuff, is it? to play cricket in, 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 within the, you know, some sort, sort of fair kind of remit. And then you've got Dick Weller, who's you know, a breath of fresh air, asking Dan Lawrence for advice on how to play shots and just the right character. So, you know, you've got complete contrast in two guys, obviously, who want to win their games that they're playing and play cricket in a in a in particular kind of way. And just show, just be a good guy. You know, you'll, you'll get far. I'm quite a fan. I
1: like, I like watching him. He, I'm not sure I'd like to play against him. He might drive me around a bend, but um, but he's certainly great value. You, you picked up on Dick Weller's antics?
0: most definitely um i think he's taking a a page out of tim Payne's book maybe maybe not as aggressive as tim Payne, but yeah he's absolutely um i suppose all wicket keepers you know or have that role mental. within the side yeah, yeah yeah to make sure that the batsmen think about something else other than batting and obviously chatting about everything under the sun i did see the umpires actually got a little bit or got involved for a very short period just to say it's been a long day so far maybe just tone it down a little bit so yeah look it's 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 great watching and i think it's great entertainment um you know it's part of cricket i guess it's 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 part of the game
1: well it is you know in, in the end it's an entertainment business entertainment comes in all ways shapes and form it doesn't mean you have to be it in sixes all the time but genuine characters like that and the word character is much overused it can be a synonym for all sorts of sins but i think dick weller is a genuine character and he's he's definitely um definitely good value uh last question on this then uh which of the three results are we going to have Huge, who's going to win
0: I think it's. Um, I think Sri Lanka are going to win, and there's one reason. Uh, it looks like it's going to turn square on days four and five. Um, you know, Sri Lanka are going to do the best that they can to try and score some runs quickly early tomorrow. I think they'll probably end up with a lead of about thirty runs. Maybe, maybe it depends on what happens with the with the last pair tomorrow. To be honest, so, but yeah, I mean, you know, again, looking at that wicket and looking how much it's deteriorating and looking at how much it's spinning. You know, it's difficult not to see Sri Lanka trying to um, come away with a win there and obviously level the Test Series one all.
1: Yep. that last ball dismissal of the day was a bit of a, it could be the pivotal moment in the whole Test, actually.
0: It, it did look like Joe Root was, a little tired. Had, had only been off the field for, what was it, 35 minutes or something in the past two Tests. He looked like a very, very tired and broken man, but un- unbelievable innings from him. Um, it was great to watch. Yeah.
1: I often have that when I get in the 180s as well. It's tough you it's tough, it's tough tough to plow on. <laughs> Moving hey, quickly on like, the Say again? Say again? Talking about darts the hundred and eighties there, that's about it. Well, I was. <laughs> um, Sal, which way do you see it? It's I mean like, a... it's, probably, it's quite an obvious
2: statement, but you know, anything over two twenty will be difficult on, on the you know, day four and day five when that wicket. Obviously Spinner took seven today, I think. Um, and well, it's not gonna plenty, get any easier, plenty. is it, I suppose. Um, so would, I mean, yeah, tomorrow's a crucial day. How we well doing? do Bowl and if Sri Lanka can get their head down and did like in the first innings and get, get a lead which puts him under pressure, it could be, you know, because you know, some, some of that order isn't exactly... I mean, the tail obviously was mentioned already, you know, at Wood and Anderson and Leitcher, 19-11. Um, so, that's, you know, that's not going to be too good if they're 6-7 down. Yeah.
1: No, I'm going to go the other way. Jimmy's going to come to the party. Um, we're going to bottom out for 140, uh, and we're going to knock off the 170, 180, 190 that we need, and we'll win. Is Jimmy going to start bowling spin? Um, <laughs> well, he might feel like he should, I'm sure his back's hurting and everything else, but uh, no, no, I've got a feeling that this, I mean, they were saying it on commentary today, this third innings is often one that people sort of overlook, we'll talk about the fourth innings, but um, I, I think England England can play better cricket than they have, and um, it wouldn't surprise me if, if, if we actually saw a fascinating Test match, a thrilling Test match, where it goes right down to the wire, and we either win by one wicket, or Sri Lanka win by 20 runs, and you know, who can complain at Test cricket when that's the case? Absolutely. Folks, yeah. we, be- we better move on to the task at hand. We want to talk a little bit about um, about some of the stuff that came out of the AGM as well. Um, but before we do that, um, we'll move on to the to the Middlesex Cup draw. Now, just as a reminder, there are two cup competitions in Middlesex uh, this year. Now, Sal, can you help me with the name of the second one? I'm, I should know this, but I can never remember it. It's the League Trophy, right?
2: Yeah. or I mean, at the minute. We've got the option of the Senior Cup, which we're talking about just now in the draw for. Then it could be a Junior Cup. And then from that, we'll derive a Junior plate for sides that can knock out the Junior Cup. So, yeah, I mean, the, the actual name's not been fixed yet. But, you know, we'll call this one the Senior Competition. Yep. So
1: There are levels of complexity about which we don't need to know too much tonight. All we need to know is that the, the, the Senior Cup, if that's what you want to call it, is, um, is the top 16 sides from from last season. Um, and we we thought, well, why not use the pod to actually see, do the drawers, see it happening. Uh, and that's what we will do. Eugene, I believe you have a bag. I have a bag.
0: I oh, it's Tesco's bag. one. I oh, it's a high quality. No, no, no. no, no I, I have one slightly better. So just to make sure that everybody's available, we can see we, had, we do have 16 balls for those of the close to 50 people that are now watching us. Um, so, yeah, I will be sticking those 16 balls into
1: a... Random bag that's not a Tesco bag, and then be drawing the numbers. How's the, how's the draw going to work, Dan? The draw is quite simple. Certainly, the the, the last 16 part of it is, is simple enough in that Eugene will uh, draw out the balls and he will show them to the camera so people can see. The, oh, good shake. I like that. Good. You, you, I know you're not a football fan, but there's been some, some very interesting people do the FA Cup draw over the years. Rod Stewart famously did it, the singer, and, and he, he definitely had one or two many gym. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm so, um, Don't go down that route, just draw them out and show us us the number. Um, So when you do that, then uh, Sal is going to read out um, the the numbers of the home teams, uh, and I'll read out the numbers of the away teams as and when news goes through all 16. And then I'll read out after each tie, um, you know, just to confirm what the tie is. And when we've done all um, eight games, I'll read out the full draw again, and then we'll discuss um, all the... All the ins and outs of that, if there are any ins and outs, if we can think of anything to say. And I'm sure we will. Um, before we then go on to do the quarterfinal draw, which we'll, we'll do in a similar way. And we'll get to that in due course. So, um, Dan, you, remind me, how did the names go? How did we decide who was number one, who was
0: number 16? Well,
1: it was an intricate process, otherwise known as alphabetical order. Um, okay. So it's simply um, Acton R1. I'm sorry if you're an Acton supporter and you were hoping not to know your number. You do now. Uh, Acton R1 and off the top of my head, and uh, Winchmore Hill are going to be sixteen. Um, so it, it's nothing more than alphabetical uh, and um, we will then we'll explain where that goes for the last 16 draw w- when we um, when we get there. So sounds good. Is that OK? You, Sal, all OK with you? I'm ready to go. Tension is palpable. Right. Ball number one okay. is. Right up to the camera. Number,
0: number seven.
1: seven. Harris St. Mary's Mary. will be at home. Never an easy place to go. Could be a spinning surface. I, I'm supposed to say something clever and witty, aren't I, here? But I'm going to struggle. And they're going to be playing against number
2: 16. Winchmore Hill. Who actually won the, uh, what might be called, a Junior
1: Cup this year, last year. Mm-hmm. First game. Mm-hmm. So game number a... two. I should have read that out, shouldn't I? Sorry, Harrison Marys versus Winchmore Hill. And? and
2: so, game, we have um, Ealing. Number four. Ealing is ball number four.
1: Hmm.
2: and who will they be playing tough place to go
0: Yep. they will be playing number 15
1: oh, oh. put it back in you goodness <laughs> sake that'll be Twickenham that is funny no one <laughs> can, can say this is rigged can they <laughs> no they cannot
2: <laughs> um, number, 10. Ball number 10 and that's North Middlesex finalists of last year yeah.
1: tough place to go Playing against. Ball number 11. Richmond. This will be a good game. North North Premier League Richmond, yeah. Good one.
2: Ball number three. And we have Crouch End. Last year's surprise package in the Premier League.
1: Playing against number 13. Stanmore. That'll be a good game. That are yeah. two sides, I think, in, in a cup competition are going to be pretty awkward customers.
2: Yeah, similar sort of profiles as clubs. Yeah. With, yeah. You know, good spin attacks, good attacking batsmen. Not him, that? Number one. Which is Acton, as we know. Division two sides who had a good season last year and will be led again by Sahil. we will be looking over to a good cup run.
0: Playing against number
1: five. Finchley.
2: Number nine. And we have Hornsey.
0: And they will be playing against number
2: 14. That'll be Teddington. Bit of a track for Teddington. Mm. Number Number eight. And that is Highgate. Home draw for Highgate. Who will be pleased with that. Playing against
1: number, number six. six, Hampstead. There should be two nice. balls left, you. Tell me That's there are two correct. balls two left. Balls. Yeah.
0: And that is number 12. Number 12 with Shepherds Bush. And guess who they're going to be playing against. I think I know they are going to be playing against? Number
1: two. Number two is another really good cup side, done very well in this competition in previous years, Bronzebury. So um, what am I supposed to say now? What do they say on the team? That, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes the draw. That's the, the way they normally <laughs> round Twice it up. Times we played on. Yeah, t- uh, yeah, Times we played on. I can even add that in. I should say, just to repeat then, the draw, for anyone uh, who missed any of the teams, um, it's Harrison Mary's against Winchmore Hill. Ealing against Twickenham. Thanks very much, Yuge. North Middlesex against Richmond. Crouch End against Stanmore. Acton against Finchley. Hornsey against Teddington. Highgate against Hampstead. Shepherd's Bush against Bronsbury. And the ties have got to be pay- played on or before the 30th of May. Do we so, know which games uh, will be on Sky yet or not? Has that been not told us first so? us yet? Um, well, Sky, you know, Sky and the BBC will fight it out, uh, and then we will um, we'll, we'll report back on on that. Now, it, in all seriousness, um, we'll, we'll get this information obviously to to Paul Smith so he can place it on the County League website, and we'll send an email around in due course. Bob Baxter, the club chairman, uh, the the, the league chairman, will um, uh, also be sending around some correspondence on that, um, uh, and that will that will outline all the um, all the all the ins and outs of the competition this year. Any ties that catch your eye there, Sal, in particular?
2: Well so we're looking at line we have got um, one, two Yeah, two Actually three all Premier Division sides playing M club, sorry, ties against each other. Obviously you guys won't be too pleased about having trouble over to Ealing and early season probably when far. they'll be... Oh,
1: that's one thing I'd say. No,
2: far. Far. <laughs> I think they always use these kind of games as a good prep for, for league matches. So I imagine they'll be pretty strong in terms of personnel. I'm not sure what you guys will be like. Um, so it's going to be some kind of... It'll be a good warm-up though, and a good test for the rest of the season. Um, yeah, like you mentioned, Cratch and Stanwell that could be a good game. Both both good attacking sides. Got some good young players along with some seasoned cricketers who, who play you know, good hard cricket. So that could be an interesting one. And then I'm interested in seeing Highgate-Hampstead. Because it's a uh, highgate's first time actually playing in the senior rounds of this competition in this new kind of format. So taking on you know season campaigns from Hampstead, who you know strong Premier League club, lots of history. That could be a potential banana skin for Hampstead if, if they don't you know go over a strong side and take the game too seriously. So yeah, it's it's good. It's, it's a good draw.
1: Super. We will see what it brings. Now we're actually going to follow the pattern of this year's. FA Cup where th- those who follow football remember that the fourth round draw was made at the same time as the fifth round draw and uh, not that Sal or I are interested in that anymore because both of our teams got beat by Southampton. So, um, so, so we, you know, but we did note the way the draw was done and we're going to follow that here. And and it's for the very simple reason that planning fixtures is difficult enough in a, in a short summer uh, that we're going to do the, the, the next round as well so that teams will know at least if they get through whether they're going to be home or away. So if you you might well be able to, to plan fixtures a bit better by knowing that. With that in mind, what I'll do um, is I'll ask Eugene to, to make sure he's just got the first eight balls to hand. I do. You do, I right? Will. Yeah. The way that will work is Eugene, it'll be the same logic as before, we will draw out the numbers. And number one, I can tell you now, will be the, the, the first tie, the winners of the first tie that came out. So that'll be Harrow, St Mary's or Winchmore Hill. And Sal and I will do exactly the same thing again. We will read through... Uh, based on what's already been drawn out so that folks know who they get in the quarterfinal if they get through. It's really much more straightforward than we could ever make it sound. Um, Yuge, over to you. All right. First game
2: is number five. For number five, and these guys will be at home. The winners of Acton versus Finchley.
1: Good for Acton. Two home games. Yeah, or Finchley. Well, officially, oh, got to go to Acton, aren't they? Oh, but yeah, oh, yeah They'll oh, be at yeah, 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 yeah. uh, yeah, home in the yeah, quarters if yeah. they get there. They'll be, they'll
0: be playing they'll against number seven.
1: number seven. Number seven. Highgate or Hampstead?
2: Number two. Oh. So, number two is going to be Ealing, Ealing. or Ealing. Twickenham. Ealing or Twickenham. <laughs> Ealing or Twickenham. Oh, That's all.
1: Yeah. <laughs> playing against number four. Crouch End or Stanmore?
2: Number three. Which would be North Middlesex
1: or Richmond? Against. Number eight. Shepherds Bush or Bronsbury?
2: Number one. Which is Harrison Mary's or Winchmore Hill?
0: And the last one is number six,
1: Hornsey or Teddington. So there we go. Now, I'll read those out. I, I, I totally understand that people may not w- be able to register them, but just so folks know, the quarterfinal draw will be Acton or Finchley against Highgate or Hampstead. Ealing or Twickenham against Crankshend or Stanmore. Northmid or Richmond will play Shepherd's Bush or Bromsbury. And Harrison Mary's or Winchmore Hill will play Hornsey or Teddington. So that's the quarterfinals. And we are going to go the whole hog here, folks. Um, and we're going to do the semi final draw as well. So there may be a few, a, a distinctly large number of ifs in this. But again, for fixture planning purposes, it makes sense to, to, to get it all on the table now. So, huge, we need you to go down to just the four balls, please. I have, I have just could. the four. Good man. Good man. Then there were four. I'm quite... I'm, I'm, I'm a bit worried. Nothing's gone completely wrong yet, which is...
0: That is number four.
1: Number four is going to be either Harrison, Mary's or Winchmore
2: or Hornsey or Teddington. Playing
1: against number one. That'll be Acton, Finchley, Highgate or Hampstead. I should say that Harrison Mary's have managed to get themselves home draws all the way through including the semi-finals. If they get there.
2: Number two. So that's going to be Ealing or Twickenham or Crouching or Stanmore. So Ealing, and again, like Dan mentioned, um, oh, yeah. regarding how to going they've also got potentially home draws.
1: And they're going to be playing against game number three. And that is North Middlesex, Richmond, Shepherd's Bush or Ronsbury. So um, I'll repeat that again very quickly. It's uh, going to be Harrison Murray's Winchmore Hill, Hornsey or Teddington against Acton, Finchley, Highgate or Hampstead. And it's going to be Ealing, Twickenham, Crouch End or Stanmore against North Middlesex, Richmond, Shepherds Bush or Bronsbury. And if anyone can repeat that ad ad (laughs) infinitum, then you've done very, very well and you should be on the TV because we will need to write all that down so folks know. Um, But the deed is done. That's the draw for the uh, 2021 uh, Middlesex Cup senior version. And let's Hope for good weather uh, and get some decent cricket in. I can give you the dates of those as well if, if you're interested. So as I say, the the, the last 16's by uh, on or before the thirtieth of May. The quarterfinals are on or before the twentieth of June. Semi-finals by the fifteenth of August, and the final is the Saturday after the season ends, the eleventh of September. There we are, guys. Before we end very quickly, we have had. Um, um, information from Nick, Nick Brown, about the AGM and about the results. And we're not going to go through it all in great detail because it, you know, probably won't make the most riveting viewing. Us talking about the intricacies of, of the MCCL's constitution, but there were a few bits that came out that we thought might flag up. Um, so you've been keeping an eye on this. What, what, um, what, what did you notice? Just before we crack onto that part, I just want to mention the, the, the junior competition, the, the play
2: and the, um, the junior section. We'll be we doing draw for that. I think in, in two weeks' time, you we said, guys.
1: That's the plan, yep.
2: Yeah, so That's we haven't plan. forgotten you guys. All the other clubs we've not be we mentioned yet in, in the competition. That draw will take place in two weeks so There will be more clubs taking part in that as well this season due to, obviously, the Championship merging with the, with the Counter League. So that might be a bit more complicated. But yeah. That's Gug, the bit when the sure, sure, come in, isn't Gug, it? That's we gonna... <laughs> track some more balls down from somewhere. Any Anyone wants to provide him with some, send him in Two, and we take him. Donations one. will help. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that will take place. Yeah, so coming back to um, what damage to the AGM... The things that are sort of um, highlighted well obviously, there's a um new sort of ruling there in place regarding umpires in the second eleven so if your club can provide a qualified umpire um to stand in in your game season then if they do that on four um i think is it is it one basically get one point for every free game they stand in for you so you can accumulate four points bonus points in total for the season so again there are requirements for that again just check the league website for the finer details on how you actually qualify to get those points. Um, Something we've spoken about as well in the past, Sunday cricket will will take place for clubs who can arrange fixtures in advance regarding um, playing games on a Sunday rather than a Saturday, which I know happened to you guys this season. So, which again, on paper, sounds a good idea. You know, you've got a big ground to play on. It helps in reducing costs of hiring ground on a Saturday. might also improve availability. But, again, there are restrictions on players having played Saturday to play on a Sunday again that that stuff I would say look on the website and you'll get everything you need to know regarding that and the final again one was the teas provision we mentioned in the podcast before again um in the third tier there's the option of having tea so if you feel you want to play the game and bring your own sandwiches and your little pasta lunches you get from Sainsbury's and the meal deals then that's more than fine if you want to have a tea then again has to be pre-arranged and again all the details you will find on the league website where it's all in print.
1: Yeah. I think it's important to look at that as well. And I, I totally understand that not everybody's going to be racing there this evening on a, on a cold January evening to do it, but. There's not um, much else th- to do. Well, there is that, unless you're an NFL fan, you want to switch over and watch that. But, uh, but yeah, it, even then there's, um, it, it's important to know that the, the league has thought about this and, and some people don't like it. I, I understand that. And, um, you know, some, some people do like it, but the, the, a lot of these things are actually, you know, to, to be negotiated. If, for example, you know, your, your club is asked to play on a Sunday, the 4th eleven are asked to play on a Sunday, or could you play on a Sunday? You can say no. There's no obligation to this whatsoever. It's just if it works for both teams to get them playing on better grounds. Um, and and it, it's purely meant to be the option to try and improve the cricket that is played. And, and if, if a side doesn't want to do it, it's not a problem. And with the team, it's very clear that it's third tier so it's thirds, fourths, fifth, sixths. It's not firsts and seconds, they carry on exactly as they were. And the big challenge is about actually um, clubs who may not have the facilities to provide that, or, or you know, a lot of sides will, will play in venues where, where just giving the, you know, providing is really difficult. Um, so again, it, it's very much a case of uh, clubs need to talk to each other beforehand. And, and Nick's explained that in quite some detail in, in the literature that's, that, that's come out. You know, we're, we're just sort of passing on the information, um, really. Um, Youse, do you want to come in on any of those? Uh, no I think um,
0: I think you guys have pretty much summed them all up which is good. Um I think the vote was 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 good reading from Nick um, It and kept us uh, busy uh, for a while but yeah I think it was comprehensive. And yeah I suppose just from my perspective just really looking forward to getting a full season And You know we I know that we're talking about the season and all the different rules. You know I just really hope we we start on time with pre-season middle of April. Um you know we get the league underway first uh, first week or second week of May. Um I'm just really keen to play some proper cricket this year. Uh, I'm not saying yet last year was any uh, was was bad. It was great to get out, but yeah, um, cabin fever has properly kicked in in the Berger household.
1: Yeah, oh, I, I hear you. If you'd have said to me in March we're going to get nine weeks that look a bit like a lead season, I'd have said you're mentally insane. There's, there's no chance, but and we did, and I thought that was fantastic. Um, but the idea of going back to proper cricket with eighteen games, um, yeah, bring it on. And you know, I think we should be reasonably confident now. The vaccine is on its way. Um, yep. Fingers crossed. On numbers are rising, which is good. Yeah. Yep, just, to add,
2: just to add there other were, were, there were emotions were carried as well at the age I'm not the ones I've mentioned so again if you have the time and I recommend it to players officials anyone who's involved in your club just read them the minutes are on the website won't take you too long and you can understand why things have happened you know and what's new that's happened as well rather than on a Saturday when it happens one oh, never told got told about that one that mentioned to me so just pop on the website it's all on there all the content that you need so that could be your winter bedtime reading for the next two or three days
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, guys, just going to end on, on a slightly sombre note. Um, I mean, I, I, some news came through and, and, and we all knew this guy pretty well. I've been mean, played against him and, and been statistically bombarded by him at various times as well. But Hornsey's Johnny, Johnny Bruce passed away not so long ago. Now, obviously, you know, this happens. People do move on to the other side, great pavilion in the sky, but, but very sad sort of scenario with Johnny. Very well known around the league. Um, he, um, you know, he, I played against him. Always had, was it a ding dong with him? That's that's. But we, we, it was a competitive game of cricket. And and Johnny would, we, he lived for it, and he lived for Hornsey. He had stats going back to goodness knows when, seventeen twenty five, and and he was he was a cricket man. And it's always sad when 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 cricket guys move on way before you think that their time is right. So if anyone from Hornsey's listening, then obviously the three of us all um, send send our regards to everybody who was close to Johnny because he, you know, it'd be ashamed not to see him around the circuit. Um, next year. Else, can I just chuck it as well? I mean, on obviously on that sad note, um,
2: um, one of the Richmond players as well, who we actually played when I was a schoolboy, a guy called Greg Neem, same age as me, so not, 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 you know, not too old. Um, not old. Not that old.
1: Oh,
2: no, yeah. um, we played a lot of school cricket together when he was younger. London schools, very good cricket when he was younger. was playing in their first team at the age of 17. Um, Richmond member, you know, captain there, their third level, I think captain there too, just, you know, been, been in the club for quite a while. Sadly, he passed away as well. Away as well a few weeks ago, so um, just again send any condolences on from the three of us in the league as well to his family and friends and Richmond as well as a club for that for his sad loss. Absolutely,
1: yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, On a more upbeat note, we may well do this again with um, the, the, the video live stream, unless, unless we're told it's completely heinous. Um, but we'd like to hear what you think of it. We'd like to hear any feedback you've got, um, whether it be good or whether it be bad. Or if it's bad, then, you know, constructive wouldn't be such a bad thing either. You know, you lot are clowns. is not constructive feedback. Um, <laughs> so um, even if it might be true. Um, so, so, yeah, do tell us what you think. You, you, can, you can certainly email uh, all three of us. Our, our, our details are easily accessible um, uh, on the Middlesex County League website. And, um, yeah, we, we'd like to know what you think.
2: Really. Well, um, they can so... comment on the YouTube page, can't they? Yep, I
1: most definitely can. Yep,
0: either the thumbs up or the thumbs down. A couple of comments on the YouTube page. Uh, we have got up to about forty-five at one stage, maybe close to fifty when I was not looking. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been, uh,
2: it's been educational. It's been fun. Yeah. And uh, also Instagram got, as well. Yeah, we've got Instagram pages well. We're using a setup as well, so we're we we're, we're moving forward. Oh,
1: apparently Instagram is moving forward. I believe. Yeah, cool. All good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, brilliant stuff, um, folks. Always a pleasure, um, and we'll no doubt reconvene in a couple of weeks. All being well, as you say, Sal, to do the the draw for the for the for, yep. for the sex Cup. Yeah, brilliant. Okay. Super. Cheers, fellas. See you soon. Cheers, see you later, Cheers, guys. Cheers. Bye.
2: Podcast Network.